Total. We are hooked on Arcana. What's up, Arcana Nerds? What's up, Arcana Nerds? Hi, this is Jackson. Yeah, man. How are you doing, guys? Um, this is our first episode for our podcast. Um, pilot. Not pilot. pilot episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you guys know what the name Hooked on Arcana, the podcast. Uh, it's Monty Gannon's brand. And we're trying to get something out of it, try to get other people into it, you know? That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Um, if anyone follows us on Instagram, uh, I, I know I've been seeing it. I think Gannon has been seeing a, yeah. a lot of new followers. Can, we can shout out a few. We can't shout out all of them. Yeah, not technically all of them. I know yeah. that, yep. <laughs> um, but Elena... Yep, Elena. Oh my gosh, <laughs> well, thank you. Popular. All these people are going to be oh, like, oh. They're going to be famous. <laughs> well, Elena's making us famous. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, the fact that she follows us is... It, it, it's an honor. Thank you. Um, uh, Josh. Josh, too, yep. Uh, Liam. Yeah. Liam, too. Yeah. I've known him for a while, and I can say that I want him to help out with, like, you know, maybe like advertisement. He's been getting yeah. really into like some Photoshop yeah. stuff. I feel like you could deserve that, but makes, thank you for his spoons. Yeah, he makes spoons. He's a spoon maker. If if that doesn't sound like something fantasy related, I really don't know. But I'm I'm a big fan of the spoons. And another person who follows us, uh, King King Richard. King Richard, yeah, King, King Richard follows up. That's impressive, too. That That's a big one right there. We'll, we'll be Which going there soon, crazy. too. I can't wait to go. Follows us if we don't even post. <laughs> we, we literally don't have one post. We're, we're probably going to, as soon as we're done with uh, this recording, we're probably going to post something on there something. so that people yeah. can see what's going on. And we'll probably uh, post weekly, uh, keeping people up to date on what we are doing as a brand. Um... But, yeah, so th- thank you for all those people that we named off, and thank you for the others that are listening, and we can't really say your names, but hey, you're part of the Arcana family now. Uh, Arcana Army. Arcana Army, yeah. We're, we're less of a family, more of an army, because we're battling boredom. Yeah, we're also family. <laughs> yeah, you, we're, we're a big family. It's like the, um, from, what is that, the, I can't believe I'm going to mention this, but, like, the Shrek movie when when all the orbs are a big family but they're also like an army at the same time mm-hmm. yeah yeah there, there we go that's really cool so uh, at this point of the podcast we would do uh, a story absolutely our lives I don't have a story See, I was about, I was about to call you out and be like, "Hey, you should go first, Gannon, because I don't I, really yeah, have yeah. one either." Okay. Um. Oh. 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 I, I can. Oh, go right ahead. Is it another uh, uh, birthing story for me? No, no, no. Okay. Um. This one is. That's a Saturday. Okay. Uh, went to a friend's house and drank a lot of water. Um, and in doing so, I got very hydrated. Okay. Um, and come to find out, I'm a really big... Uh, well, I knew this beforehand, but I really liked the weekend. Right? 
have to admit, they're very good. Insane. Yeah, I, I just um, love the, the collection of songs yeah. that person makes. So, in my hydration state, very hydrated, I um, bought tickets. Really? Through the week. Oh my gosh, congratulations. You go, uh, like, hey, no judgment, but you go by yourself? Oh, so apparently, I don't know why, but the, maybe the venue or maybe just the show, okay. like you had to buy it in twos. Like I couldn't find oh, okay, that's interesting. Or apparently I couldn't find any single tickets. Yeah, they, they think a lot of people would want to go with another person. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, I, that makes so, I've never heard of a place doing that, though. I've no, a couple of but concerts. at the same time, I don't really know what's happening. That, that's um, fair, that's fair. So, yeah, I bought tickets. So I woke well, up the next day. Yeah. I woke up the next day and like looked at my phone and had a notification from the email. Like, confirming so congrats, you're going to go see it. You're like, it is the weekend. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> that's so, yeah, Febu February, apparently, I'm going to see the weekend. That's really, oh my god, that's so cool. So, we'll see what happens. Have a blast, man. That, yeah. that, oh my god, I love going to like concerts that have like actually like good music, you know, like good, like I guess dancing music. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. uh, me and my girlfriend have seen uh, Panic at the Disco, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. Big crowd of people just mm -hmm. dancing to stuff. I've seen, what is it, Leonard Skinner. I've seen about seven Beatles tribute bands. I love all of them. Really good stuff, but yeah, like the fact that concerts are. Happening. Yeah, yeah, happening and King Richard's Fair is happening again. That's like it's mm -hmm. I think actually what is it? This coming week they're gonna open. Yeah, they start this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, well congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, King Richard's Fair. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you for following it's us. It's not sponsored. It's my favorite place on It is uh it I have is. to say I've been to like a lot of like I guess events and they they make me feel welcome there and the fact that I've been there so much, I think now six years running except for last year um like people recognize me now and like like not only like just like you know the people who show up it's like the staff to recognize me and i'm like dude this just it's another world in it's, itself it's, it's, it's so, so interesting so welcome they, um, that's what we want to bring to our 100 percent. yeah we, we want to make it like i'd, I'd want to imagine it like what when you if anyone has gone to king richard's fair like when you see those gauges, you're like, oh, it's crazy. You're in the middle of this giant field, and then you walk through them, and you're like, all right, I'm literally in either a Dungeons and Dragons game or like another world like Narnia. Mm -hmm. And you're like, dude, what in the heck? And then you see like a dude dress up as a dragon. You see a person dress well, up as like like you a cat. Like, <laughs> well, you walk through the doors, and you see like the mud show people. Like you see the mud show people. Just, like, oh, oh my god, where I'm supposed to be? Yep, the turkey legs. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but uh, as kind of just working off of that, still relating to King Richard's Fair, uh, I saw that they are advertising people to come and help set up. I saw this like a couple weeks ago, but honestly, I'd be interested in doing that next year. I, they, they want people to like show up and they, uh, I'm not sure if like payment means well, but like you go there and you help open up the things and set up the clothes. I, I would just do it for volunteer, yeah. you know? Yeah. Imagine like setting up a medieval fair yeah. and like other fairs too. So, just find out how it operates. How it works. Yeah, yeah, how it operates. Yeah. See it like a big ticking clock. Because both, both of us coming from camp background, we know how camps operate. Mm -hmm. And I feel like an event like that, it's like camp on a grand scale. Yeah. And I feel like every time I, I go there, 
I'm like, how do they operate this and how do they create the schedules and all that? Yeah. And it's definitely very interesting. They got the gestures to do it, but mm -hmm. sometimes they have time off. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Cambridge's Fair is so I cannot wait. Um, or anything like that, like yeah. any event, because I've seen that like Maine does it. Um, Mm. And like a couple There's other a couple states of do them. Yeah, they, they've, I've, I follow, I've seen them like more now. I don't know why. I follow, I don't know if I, I don't know. Um, but it's, it's a like, band from King Richard's Fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're called. As long as, you know, we're, we're not sponsored by them, but hey. No, we're supporting them. Okay, yeah. And everyone just listen to them because they're great. And they're called Music The Gathering. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> wow, that that's you know, props to you guys. I mean that's that's really good. Yeah. I mean uh, hey, live band. Live yeah. band at our show. Like, you know? like a um medieval like actually like band. Like me, like medieval musical instruments. Yeah. Like they actually use yeah. wow, that's good. That that's always like the quality of that stuff is like something that you hear at like a medieval tavern, which is just a, such a cool effect. Um, but yeah, all that stuff is just so interesting to get, get into the creativity of it. Oh yeah, you're showing me a picture. Oh yeah, yeah. A anyone who's, I, I haven't heard their music, but the guy with the top hat, I'm a big fan. They're, 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 in, um, they're very talented. Singing instruments, they play a lot of unique instruments. You definitely got me into a lot of music, so I can trust your judgment. Another, another band, um, the Heron. Um, I'm going that to see them. Be, oh, really? Yeah, sure. Oh, that's so cool. And the 14th. Oh, that's so nice. I also bought tickets there. I've been on a ticket spree. All right, well, it definitely makes sense. Like, getting into, getting back into concerts and stuff, I, I want to get back into that, mm -hmm. too. I've been wanting to go and... Uh, see one of my favorite bands like at a summer concert uh, Walk the Moon mm -hmm. uh, they're the ones that made the Shut Up and Dance With Me song that everyone was obsessed mm -hmm. with back in our old camp mm -hmm. but like now they make like other music and they've like changed every album like changed as a band every album and like it's making it more and more unique um, it's just, it like it, it vibes with me it, it's just it, it's really good oh but do we do we want to move on to doing like second? A, so yeah. I think what we'll do first is kind of go over what oh, what they are, we, what we might do, and, and everything. Absolutely, yeah. Um, if this is our, our official pilot episode, kind of like absolutely. So yeah, what we do. Yeah. Um, so really, what we'll do is we'll open up, uh, kind of tell a story and kind of go off on a tangent about certain things. As we do. <laughs> and um, then we'll kind of take it into a different segment. Um, and each week we have a different kind of segment. Um, and we'll let you guys know about that on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So you're, you know, if there's something that you're like, oh, this will be so boring, we'll be like, hey guys, really boring show coming up. Mm -hmm. Be sure not to listen. That is sarcasm, <laughs> please. I'm very excited about them. Me, me and yeah. Gannon really sat down and like talked about it for a while. Of, we kind of just created a segment, basically, a bit ago too. Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, and we'll kind of shoot from the hip at times. Um, so we'll have one art 
one of our segments will be called History of, um, and that would be History of D&D, RPGs, um, board games, card games, doing kind of those. We'll also get into more like actual history of like folklore, mythology, um, and then doing like movies, fantasy, like books and stuff like that. So that's fun. So learning new things. Yeah, absolutely. Across the board. And both me and Gannon are really willing to like if anyone wants to comment on our Instagram page or our future Twitter page where Or talk to us in person. Yeah, or talk to us in person because you're probably gonna see us anyways. Um like any suggestions about ideas for segments or like if uh as long as we're okay with it, like having a guest star appearance and maybe teaching something that you guys are really interested in and seeing if we could like spread that knowledge. You know, try to make a open-minded place for creativity mm-hmm. that's that's our kind of goal is just yeah. creativity and, and being open-minded being about hooked on our comment <laughs> magic of creativity um, and then another one is D D 101 uh, kind of like a, it's a college course yeah for those of you in college it's kind of sort of going <laughs> into college kind of like a college course crash course on dnd um, we've been teaching a lot of folks whether they're kids at camp or um, just staff or friends that we have. Um, so we'll do like players workshops, so creating a character, stuff like that. Um, and then we'll do Dungeon Masters. Um, Jackson has become an affluent uh, <laughs> Dungeon Master. Um, Thank you so much. You, I, I've seen you in action too, Brian. Have. Actually, yeah, I've been but there's all of I, before we get into anything else to anyone who is interested in being a dungeon master it is worth it to do it at least once mm-hmm. because you get hooked on it kind of like how you get hooked on it about it magic of creativity literally yeah um, so we'll do the D&D 101 um, we'll do board game show uh, so this will be we'll play like a different board game uh, we might do like our own games um, that we have like Joker's Jumble, yep. trademark. Um, Literally trademark, yeah. <laughs> um, or we'll do like a Mad Libs or um, do one of our like fun games that we have, like the employee game, um, or do creative writing, or kind of do what we just did with the um, like poetry or something like that, or slam poetries and whatnot, just creativity. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, like, creative writing, um, and I want to see more people get into that. Uh, I know a couple of people who are, like, specifically trying to get into being writers, and me being an author myself, it's like, I love to see that. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely a, a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we... If we do get into that, I want as many comments as possible with people giving us ideas. Yeah, yeah just, just like we, we want to hear from as many people as possible. And that's why we were trying to get like a platform where we can have an army of <laughs> listeners. <laughs> army of creativity, gosh. Um, and then our last segment idea is uh, called Teach Me Something. Um, and this will be kind of based off of our PowerPoint presentations that we used to do way back um, Way back in the, the good old days. Yes. Um, Not a good old thing. One of us will be the facilitator and we'll take a kind of do like a research project on one um, subject. It's a random subject. Yeah, that we find dear or we like. um, And 
that will teach the other person, and in doing so, hopefully be teaching the audience, people listening, if there's people listening. Um, yeah, so those are kind of our segments, um, and what we'll do uh, today, um, we're going to kind of take, hopefully we'll be like 40 minutes podcasts hopefully yeah take a 20 minute no knowing me and you we're probably going to go on our own little tangents and go a little mm-hmm. bit over but like we're not going to try to bore you guys we're, we're going to try to get as interesting as possible and try to fit in some good time uh and we're going to have uh hopefully an episode every week and we can fit as much stuff as we feel like or you know play around whatever time that we need we'll also have um future guests on um for example we'll probably have kendra on absolutely um, probably have joel on we'll probably have farini on um people in our lives that we enjoy playing the board games with and being creative with um and then if there's other people a lot of those friendships started because of all the games that we play yeah Yeah. Yeah. like you you got me into the And like that's, that's now I'm addicted. And for, I mean, Sean got me into D and D. So yeah, like yeah, it's, it's, a, it's 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 either like just like you know, oh man, spreading your creativity, mm-hmm. or like it's an addiction that you can't get rid of. And you now have to click rocks. Yeah, I wouldn't say <laughs> it's not an unhealthy one, but it's, yet it's, at it's, least yeah, it's not really an addiction. I feel like it's more of like a. Interest, a passion, yeah, outlet, yeah, exactly to get creativity and, and all that stuff. Um, so, what we'll do for our first segment uh, to kind of go off of our D&D uh, subject and everything, um, creativity is we'll, we'll, what, what will it be? Uh, so if anyone knows of like you know just knowing anything about Dungeons and Dragons you can see that there are rolling charts and I specifically am just like obsessed with making them I realized as soon as I started making them I'm like wow this is easy but at the same time it's very like interesting because I, I use it for uh, if I want to draw something I make a rolling chart for it I roll like a 20-sided die and choose we'll explain that too. yeah we'll, we'll go farther into it uh, but the one that I want to be using tonight uh, again is I made one that is a creature creator mm-hmm. and there's like multiple charts in it but you roll different dice for it and it just kind of creates a creature and I've used it with um, campers and kids in my programs in the past and it, it's interesting because you see what like ideas other kids can give mm-hmm. and all that stuff like I've made one where what was it it was an amphibian but it lives in the desert, mm-hmm. but it's made out of like like an astral like aura. Mm-hmm. And so it really isn't there, but it's just like and it feeds on dreams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what in the world could that be? And like my kids were like, I imagine it's amphibious, but it would have legs for some mm-hmm. reason. And I'm like, Yeah, I can see that. And then we drew it and it looks terrifying. <laughs> and I'm like, this that's like the whole point of this whole thing, you know? So we'll we'll get into that. We're gonna take um a intermission, uh, which is at halfway right now. So we'll pause uh, in, a, in a couple of seconds, and then I'll get into our character or creature creation uh, segment. And we're back, uh, continuing 
Absolutely. Um, we were talking about before how we were going to get into a rolling chart that I made. Uh, like I said, it was a creature creator. Um, and just to kind of like put Gannon on the spot, I, he's going to be the roller. Yeah, could you just um, briefly describe what a rolling chart is? Absolutely. Um, so a rolling chart for those dungeon masters out there is a way of uh, choosing something. Uh, if you look in the player's handbook made by Wolves of the Coast, uh, we are not sponsored by the way, um, you can find a magical trinket chart. Uh, and you kind of, for that one, it would be a 100-sided die that you roll, and it just randomly chooses something already written in the rolling chart. Um, I've also seen ones where someone made it to, like, choose, like, eye color for your character, or, like, hair types, personality traits in the background so section. To, for, for those of you who are new to the world of Dungeons and Dragons, it's kind of just like, fantasy yeah. RPGs, yeah. It's a way of character creation. Yeah, it, it, it helps with character yeah. creation. Uh, for a DM, it, uh, I've seen ones where it designs like worlds mm -hmm. and like the type of environment it that helps it's in. It randomize. Yes, yep, yep. Instead of just being like, hey, like my character flaws that they don't like pigeons. Maybe you could roll it and it's just like a different thing added on to that. Or birds in general. Or birds in general, yeah. Um, but for the creature creator, I made a couple of different charts, and to go down the line where there is, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine separate charts in it, but when you're all done, it makes a creature in itself, and I've used this to make uh, one of the creatures that you've actually seen in one of your games, Ganon, uh, the Pulp Folk, who actually, Elena uh, herself, gave me that because it's Russian for uh, I believe spider wolf shout out, to Elena. shout out to Elena yeah you helped me with the campaign thank you so much um, but it rolled like to have tough, like that was tough. oh yeah right yeah. those things are terrifying yeah. they are uh, true chaotic and they are wolves with six eyes uh, humanoid front legs and uh, mammal back legs and their scream is a combination of a sandstorm and a person screaming and it's just this weird like crazy monster uh when i rolled for it i rolled for like what type of like feeding behavior it does and it specifically said carnivore and i was just like that makes sense those things are they want to eat each other for gosh sakes um but we'll, let's see if we can get into it uh brian i'd like you to roll yeah yeah absolutely fun uh roll a d12 for me well, and I'll say each thing as you roll it so that we can like remember what it is. Two. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, the two is this, the environment that this creature lives in is the wetlands. Okay. And so as you design the creature, maybe you can think how it would look. Uh, I'll, I'll write it down. I, I can see you start getting a little bit <laughs> nervous. And yet, next time we'll get someone to help out a little bit. <laughs> um, Alright, so wetlands is the creature that it lives in. Sorry, that was done. The environment that the creature lives in. Uh, the next one is the size, and so I'd like you to roll a d6 for me, please. And that is a six-sided die for all the uh, non-D&D players. A 
very good. So it's going to be large. And in D&D terms, uh, medium is like an average height. Uh, they usually say like five to six feet. Uh, small are like, uh, you know, the, the smaller species. And large is, I, I believe, what, what would you say that is? Like six to seven? Because gargantuan is the next option. I think it's bigger than a bread box. I would say like seven to yeah okay so the the, the creature that you're creating is not is already scary uh next one is going to be the type uh that is a d8 three three so this is reptilian and so like the option is like mammal aquatic uh mechanical but you've got reptilian so a wetland reptilian large creature okay uh, next one is the eyes. This one's kind of weird, but it's a D8 again. Okay. A four. All right, four. So this creature has four or more eyes. So you can choose whatever you feel like. I, I enjoy the four. Yeah. All right, good, good, good. Okay, so four eyes. Just making notes here. Um, next one is... Uh, this one's a bit interesting. It's the skin, or like what's on the outside of it, uh, that's a D6. Five. Five, it is from the spirit realm. And so it, its skin is something of another realm. So it's like scales of like. Scales of maybe like just dream material mm -hmm. or astral world stuff. Okay. Made out of nightmares or something. Or like the lost sock from the dryers. That's something that you haven't seen in a while, you know? It's said that it scales, each of its scales represents different. Um, kind of picturing like a larger version of uh, what's the guy monsters in? Wait, Sully or? Uh, no, 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 no. The, uh... With the, the lizard one that turns invisible? Randall? Randall. How the heck do you remember this? <laughs> it's crazy. I had hope. Oh, that, that's Kendra, right. Kendra helped you. Alright, yeah. <laughs> Kendra's being our audio director right now. Um, Alright, so the next one is uh, arms, which is like the type of arm that's another mm -hmm. D6. Four. Four, it has insect slash arachnid type arms. So reptilian, but with like maybe more than one arm, and they're more insectoid, if you will. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, think of, um, once again, not sponsored, but think about, like, an Aldrazi from Magic the Gathering. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Um, alright, so, insect and arachnid, that's really interesting. Still, I can't think of it. I, yeah. What's really cool, um, as, as we keep going with this, I had actually used this rolling chart, um, and after rolling it, it actually created a creature that I already have. Like, it was like spirit, cool. it had no body, and like, it fed on dreams. And I'm like, that's literally something I put into a campaign before. <laughs> uh, the next one is legs specifically, and that's another D6. Four. Ooh, four. Okay, so it doesn't have any le uh, legs. They're either have missing, legs. or they just doesn't have any. But it has arms. It has arms, yeah. So you can make, like, seeing that it's an insect or right, and it might have just multiple arms and legs in there, are just considered to be its arms. 
Okay. Yeah. No problem. Uh, and I can't the sure. second to last one is the feeding behavior. So that's a D8. Five. Five is that it feeds on the energies, thoughts, and emotions of its prey. That's, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That's really it. And then okay. lastly, this is what I like a lot. This is its intelligence level, so roll a d6. Four. A four means that it has medium intelligence, meaning that it can understand, it just can't speak outward. If you had gotten a three, they would be able to speak and understand, but medium intelligence, almost like a uh, mammal or like a wild animal, okay. like you can okay. train it, you can talk to it, but it won't like answer back that's, immediately. That's almost scary. Oh yeah, 100%. It's, like it's eating your thoughts and you know, like your feelings, but you can't communicate towards it. Yeah, I had used this chart with the uh, the, the fish creature mm -hmm. that I was talking about, um, and it was just a really big scary creature thing that me and a couple of people made and then we rolled for its intelligence and it was like low intelligence and so this giant thing you did oh my god it's gonna eat us and it's just like looking at a stick and you're like yeah all right never mind <laughs> but yours that's really interesting that's, yeah. um but that's all the rolling charts so we got a creature in the wetlands it's large so like bigger than a normal person um reptilian with four eyes spirit skin Insectoid arms. Yeah, so I'm okay. I'm getting some inspiration from the link right there. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm picturing kind of like a snake, kind of no legs. But yeah. At the head, it has the arms sticking out, kind of like, you know, like a lion's mane, but a or like a, the, uh, the lizards that have like the big fan yeah. thing that opens up, kind of like from uh, the holes. Arms. Yeah, but they're, yeah but they're like insectoid arms. Yeah. yeah. And then they feed on thoughts and emotions. Yeah. That's crazy. What's really cool is like trying to figure I'm out a name for it, but I can't think of any. The arms, right? They're not just arms. Well, they are. But crazy. Kind of <laughs> like um, when you get like a cat skin or like, like they put like things on your head. Oh, like, like, like the diodes or whatever, I don't know what they call so it. So like, when it slithers oh, up, it uses its arms. So it's like that's a face hugger it. from aliens, but more like, it literally feeds on your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. And, it, like, and it's large too, the thing would take you out in one, yeah. one swing. Oh my god, I wonder what, what, what if, you know, I'll, I'll throw a situation at you again, if you were a, let's say, um, just a, a, a traveling rogue in an old mm -hmm. fantasy world, mm -hmm. and you saw this thing rising on the ground, what would you name it? Don't say, like, Paul. <laughs> I have to think about this. I'm, I'm Ooh, getting yeah, like, yeah. How about this? Siphoner? Oh, I like that. Um, but... I feel like that rings, but I feel like I feel like it would have a normal name. Like for example, I have a creature um, that I named the Varanadarak, which yeah. is dwarvish for a uh, mind beast, mm -hmm. and like yours could be what like the Siphoner, but that's like common. Maybe it's like known as something else with a weird name. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put this if anyone's listening and is interested in. Um, drawing this maybe giving it like an interesting name that uh, a different language might call it 
go ahead. You know, sure. I don't know. I want to see what happens. Uh, siphon or so it, it siphons. It the siphons the flames. Yeah, yeah. Of its, of its prey. It's interesting because it's, it's like a snake. So it's yeah, really, I'm getting like this. Yeah, and I like how like the growing chart worked out because it's in the wetlands mm -hmm. and like for like pre like if you think about like like creatures that live in like desert they have to be like fast in these big mm -hmm. wide open areas and they have to run through, like mm -hmm. a lot to feed themselves in the jungle they need to be able to capture things but like the wetlands so the creature's just like them and them fucks yeah, and it kind of, it's it's a slow moving. Someone's like traveling through, and it's just very. Like, I, I feel like it would have high like stealth. Um, oh yeah, the thing it, with like the, camouflage, the, the yeah, spirit the skills. Skin, yeah. yeah, I'm getting like like kind of, again like Randall from Monsters Inc. Or Maybe that's what it's called. It's called Randall. <laughs> oh my God! It's Randall. Or the cat from. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, like a combination no, of that. Cheshire Cat. Like you get Alien, right? Randall, and then yeah, the cat from Alice in Wonderland. And Cheshire Cat, the facehugger from Alien, and Randall go to a, go to a pub, and they meet this monster, and it's terrifying. Um, and and the the snake from the basilisk, yeah, which so is the basilisk, yeah. Part. Mythological too, which yeah, we can talk about that later yeah. on. Um, no, that that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I like that a lot. And just making the rolling chart too, I've never seen like the same thing be created. No, like cool. I've been a, like a stone giant that doesn't like to talk and he doesn't. <laughs> there was a I had an NPC chart too, which is like non-player characters. Like they added people to your story, and I rolled for like. A like a, a physical trait, like if they had one eye, or if they had like like a certain type of like thing about them that made them unique. And I did it to a stone giant thing that I was making. It made it that he has just a giant section of his like chest gone, but he like doesn't know why. And so like you'd be like, oh hey, like what's that? And he's like, well, I don't know, I don't you know, but I, I'm 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 kind of okay with it. You know, thanks for asking. Because <laughs> he was supposed to be like really nice, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But seeing seeing something like that come out in something really interesting. That's the whole point of what we're trying to do with this. And to like the experience of playing in a game. Absolutely, yeah. You have your own creatures in the game. It helps with being a DM. Which, for those of you who don't know, we kind of explained a little bit earlier is um, the master tells the story of the role playing game. The, the game master, too, yeah. some people refer so, to. Um, but, you know, it isn't just the DM in a, in a game, it's the players adding to the story. Uh, and by the end of it, you kind of just have this new created thing that you wouldn't expect would happen. And like that—that's why I like play games in that sort of way because it, it extends the parts of your mind to like different universes and different possibilities, not just you know what we're living in right now. Um, but I think I—I I, I think with that we can you know wrap it up, yeah. and we'll definitely see you guys. Um, we'll not really see you, but you know. 
You'll hear us. Yeah, you'll, your guys are going to hear us next week um, <laughs> uh, for our next segment. And we will post more about that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that was a lot of fun for doing the same thing. This is kind of the first official pilot episode for the entire uh, brand and thing that we're trying to make with this. Yeah. Um, and we would close it off uh, here with uh, maybe a joke or a quote. Uh, so I'm going to tell you one. A joke or a quote? I'm excited for either one. Wait. Alright. So those of you who play D&D, you will understand this. Hey, Jackson. I get it. What's up? I didn't see you there. Why did nobody trust the low decks wizard? Uh, why? Because he can trip at any moment. That was good. And that's, that's, a, that's a joke. Yeah, you know, we're, we honestly, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm hooked on Arcana because I wouldn't make any sense to me if you said that anyways. <laughs> oh man, that was good. So, we're, we are always hooked on Arcana 24-7. Alright, well hey, that was our podcast. Absolutely. Hopefully people hear it. Oh, someone will. It'll be either of us. Or Kendra. We mentioned Elena. We mentioned Elena. Elena, I I hope you listen. um, And give us a big old like. um, And for the others, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know I talked a big game about this whole thing, but this is the first experience that me and Gannon have had, and I think we acted pretty dang good at it. It was fun. All right. if, if anything else, I enjoyed the, the time we spent. Absolutely. You know, that's what that's time with good friends. Yes. All right. Well, hey, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. <laughs>